0: something out of the Psalms 100, <laughs> in case you didn't know, that's the Psalm book uh, of the Hebrews. Uh, Psalms 100, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and in his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord. Help us to be what we need to be, Lord. Lord, we just ask you to speak our hearts, for we just give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I will not try to keep you long tonight. The book of Psalms of the Old Testament, uh, not only did they read the songs, but they also sang these songs. Uh, to the Lord there are two types of songs Uh, uh, songs we call hymns and there's also uh, that we sing to God uh, and magnify the the sovereignty of God uh, the greatness of God and the glory of God and there's what we call spiritual spiritual songs that most of the time that is a song that gives testimony of what God has done for you in your life and uh, and I'm glad through the book of Psalms there are Hymns, songs like the, the heavens declare the glory of God and the ferment showeth his handiwork. Great is the Lord, it says, and great to be praised. Songs that glorify God. There are songs, there are spiritual songs if you look at this. In the book of Psalms, songs are testimony of what the Lord has done in our lives. For instance, it said, uh, I was brought very low and he helped me. And the Lord inclined unto me And he heard my cry. He brought me up out of the harbor Harbor pit and out of the miry clay. And he set my feet upon a rock. Songs of testimony of glorifying the Lord. I, I believe the Psalms 100 is a blend of both of the hymn and spiritual songs. It not only glorifies God for who he is, but also thanks the Lord for what he has done in our lives. Psalms 100 is, is how we ought to go to church, yeah. can I say. Yeah. And I, I believe a lot of times we come to church, and well, I, well I, I don't believe I'll have a lot to, to come out into church. We'll just come have church. You sit down in your seat and go through the motions, and you're going to get out of, what it, what it, out of it what you put into it. Amen. If you put nothing into it, you're going to get nothing out of the service. We ought to come to the uh, church with the attitude of worship. We ought to come in the attitude of thanksgiving. And and I believe Psalms 100 is a good example on how we ought to uh, go to church and how we're entering the presence of the Lord. Uh, I'm I'm a Baptist, and don't get me wrong, but I believe that Baptists have gotten it wrong I believe Baptists has messed it up, and I believe they missed it right here. We're sitting around uh, waiting on the Spirit of God. We're waiting the Spirit of God to move. We're all sitting around and hoping that it gets on, that it comes down. Man, I hope something uh, will happen this morning. It never will happen with that kind of attitude. Listen, when it comes to the uh, building expecting something to happen, it's got to happen before you even get into here. We ought to come in with uh, it already happening. We ought not take uh, 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 seven songs and a four point sermon to get you moving in the Spirit of God, to get you excited. We ought to walk into the church with a three-point stance and ready to worship the Lord because He is the Lord's, this is the Lord's house. And He's worthy of our worship tonight. And I believe Psalms 100 is the way we ought to go to church. And I believe we ought to approach the service this way every time we come in the house of God. It said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. I may sing, and it may be a noise, but it's going to be a joyful noise. Amen. He said, Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. I believe that is how we ought to go to church, with singing and praising and adoration. Know ye that the Lord, he is God, it is he that made us and not ourselves. We are His people. We are His sheep and His pastor. And this this is how we ought to go to church. Enter the gates with thanksgiving and enter the courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Why? For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth all generations. Let me give you three quick things out of this one small chapter here, we see there is a praise. I I I want to tell you something as sure as Faith is Bible doctrine. As sure as tithing is Bible doctrine. As sure as salvation is Bible doctrine. As sure as uh, justification is Bible doctrine. Sanctification is Bible doctrine. The virgin birth is Bible doctrine. The the sacrificial death of Christ is Bible doctrine. Uh, the the de- uh, bodily resurrection of uh, Christ is the Bible doctrine. Uh, 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 the judgment is Bible doctrine. The great white throne is Bible doctrine. Heaven and hell is Bible doctrine. The, the great white throne judgment is Bible. So so is praise Bible doctrine. This ain't something the church of God invented 100 years ago. This ain't something that the Baptist church stopped doing 50 years ago. It is, it is Bible doctrine. I understand that people express themselves in different ways. Uh, in different manners. Uh, some people cry when they praise the Lord. Amen. Some people shout when they praise the Lord. Some people do nothing like a lot of Baptists do when we praise the Lord. I, I understand everybody's not worried the same. I understand that. But I do believe everybody now and then ought to put a smile on your face now and then just nod your head yeah. now and then just let a tear fall down your cheek yep. we're so dried up boned up we said we don't want no no excitement in our lives anymore and, and i tell you you're not excited on the outside because you sure ain't excited on the inside Come on. amen Come on. we 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 you say, I don't believe we ought to get emotional. Well, you get emotional about everything else in life. You go to a ball game, you get all excited. You watch TV and your favorite team wins a game. You get all emotional you get all happy. And then they lose you cry and want to throw the TV out the door. But we ought to come and have some type of emotion when we come in the presence of God. We see the praise. He tells us praise honors God and God honors praise. The Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. In the Old Testament, if you study the Old Testament when the temple was set up, the tribes encamped around uh, the temple. Every tribe had its place where it's at. But right in the front of the temple that led up to the steps of the temple was a tribe of Judah and Judah means praise so in order for you to enter into the temple of God you got to go through praise to get it why can't it be that way in our church today Why, why can't we come into the house of God with praise already in our heart with worship already in our heart I believe we're waiting for God to send His presence and then we'll praise Him. That's backwards. You start praising God, God hears your praise. He'll send the presence of the Spirit. Amen. We, we don't wait for God to send His presence to praise Him. We praise Him because God sends His presence. I, I, I will not apologize for believing in praise. Amen. Audible praise. Amen. I, I believe you ought to just shout it when you feel like shouting. Fervent praise. And I believe he is worthy of our praise tonight. Amen. Amen. However you praise, he's still worthy of that praise. And of course included in the praise Comes before His presence with singing. Now I love singing. I love music. We don't sing to each other; but we enjoy it. But songs were, were invented and created for God but that we sing to God for God's glory and God's praise. That we may glorify Him. That we may give Him the glory. That is why Ephesians five nineteen said. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody in your heart to the Lord, not to each other. We don't come to glorify each other. We come to glorify God. I tell you, singers, sing to the Lord, and maybe we'll just get in on it when you start singing. Amen. He says, "Well, I don't know if people appreciate it." God will appreciate it. Thank you. I don't care how you sound, God will appreciate your praise unto Him. Amen. And, praise, and the praise includes thanksgiving. Enter to His courts with praises. Be thankful unto Him. I believe very first that we should come out of our mouths should be thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. You say, I, I don't have. Know if I have anything to be thankful to God, please, you sure out of your mind. Just look around. God has been so good to us. God, God has been exceedingly, abundantly above good to us. I'm thankful for my food. I'm thankful for my, my, uh, my situation. I'm thankful for my clothes. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my church. I'm thankful for my church. God's been too good to us. We ought to just clear off a spot somewhere and sit down and just start thanking the Lord for how good he's been to us. But most of all, I'm thankful for salvation. Full and free through the blood of Calvary. I didn't earn it, couldn't earn it. I didn't buy it, couldn't buy it. Don't deserve it, don't deserve it. But I heard the gospel one day. God pricked my heart. And I put faith and trust in the gospel. My sins have been forgiven. My past has been erased. I am thankful. I believe a lot of times we ought to just thank God. Get down on our knees and just thank God. An old preacher once said he had a burden weighing him down. It weighed him down in his life. And as he's looking at his back window, he saw an oak tree. He said, if I can just get to that oak tree, I, I believe I can get there. And I believe that God will uh, get on my knees. I believe God will lift this burden. And as he made his way to that oak tree and got to that oak tree, he got down on his knees and he says, my mind went blank. Couldn't think of a thing he said he's sitting there and he's th- and on his knees there and he's thinking what in the world has happened. And then he remembered what his old pastor said when he was a young kid. He, he says, when you can't think of nothing, just praise him for anything. Yeah. Yeah. So with one eye open and one eye closed and he's trying to figure out something to thank God for, then he's seeing a little doodle bug crawling across the ground. Well, Lord, I thank you for that doodle bug. About that time, a spider come around there and said, Lord, I thank you for that spider. The bird chirped off. Lord, I thank you for that bird. He looked up the stars. Said, Lord, I thank you for the stars. And at that time, he got started. Lord, I thank you for salvation. I thank you for sanctification. I thank you for justification. And just start thinking. If you just start thanking God for the small things, God will fill your life with the big things that you can thank God. Just look around. Thank God for everything this morning. One of the signs of the end times in 2 Timothy 3 is the sin of ingratitude. Unthankful. And notice what God puts that beside unthankful. Unholy. We're living in an unholy and unthankful world that we've ever seen before. We're not being thankful to God. Where is our praise at today for God? Our singing, our praises, our worship, and our thanksgiving. Then we see the people here. There are people who ought to praise the Lord. There are people that ought to come before His presence with singing. There are people that ought to enter into God's courts with praise. He identifies them in the text. He said, are his people, the sheep of his pastor. It is the Lord that made us. We're not, we made not ourselves. We are the people of God tonight. And if anybody ought to be praising God, it ought to be the people of God praising God. He purchased us by his blood. We're chosen by his grace and sanctification. Written down in his book of life. Paul said in past times we were not people. But are now the people of God. A holy nation, a peculiar people. I belong to Jesus and Jesus belongs to me. We are his sheep and his pastor. I don't have any complaints about how he's leading and feeding me tonight. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We have a purpose, verse number 5. Here's why God's people go to church with thanksgiving and singing, gladness and praise unto God. And what more reason do you need than verse 5? For the Lord is good. (laughs) You know God is good tonight and everything about God is good tonight. His word is good. His salvation is good. His spirit is good. His power is good. His blood is good. His blessings are good. His name is good. His word is good. The Lord is good tonight. Here's why we ought to praise Him tonight. His mercy is everlasting. Have you ever heard this? All good things must come to an end. Not according to the mercy of God. Amen. It's everlasting. Now, there's been a couple of times that I thought I had wiped it clean. We got up in the morning and found it refreshed <laughs> and renewed. Yeah. His mercy is everlasting. I I, I, I look back over my life and I see the uh, mercy of God. I I look around in the present world today and I see the mercy of God. But out there somewhere in the future, the next sin, the next disease, the next valley, the next failure, the next hard spot of my life, I don't know what it is or where it's going to come at, but I do know this. I can look back my life seeing the mercy of God there. I can look in my life and my present life and I see the mercy of God there. What makes me think that the mercy of God will not be in the future life? When I walk down this road, the mercy of God will be with me. Why should it be any different? For the mercy of the Lord endureth forever. God will never run short on His mercy. And it's the Lord's mercy that we are, we're not consumed tonight. I want to thank God for His mercy. Here's the purpose, to praise Him tonight. The last part says, and His truth. You tonight, we ought to thank God because we have heard the truth. We've been exposed to the truth. We see people get caught up in this man-made fake religion, this cult that they have out there that denies Christ, that denies the Bible. We make fun of them, but I got to thinking about it. We make fun of those people. We were like that too until we heard the truth. We were just like that until we got exposed to the truth. Why do people bow down to false idols? Because they haven't heard the truth. Why why do people think that hugging a tree or worshiping the ocean or looking up the stars or the sun, uh, why do they think they can get by with it? Why do you think a man would think that he can get to heaven without Jesus Christ? Because he's never heard the truth. I thank God for his truth. When you hear the truth, it shall set you free. Amen. You born again tonight, justified by faith, blood washed child of the living God. It's because you've heard the truth. You obeyed the truth. We're blessed tonight for God to just give us life. And it said, "Generations, I am so glad that our forefathers." found out the truth. I, I am so glad that the next generation that we may never meet can have the truth and it will set them free. Generations to come will have a way, go come home by the way of the cross. I'm glad we have the truth in our lives tonight. We don't worship idol worship tonight because of the truth. We believe in a personal God and the experience of grace and because of the truth. Without that we would still be lost and undone. But God's truth came into your life and that's why we ought to praise Him tonight because of His goodness, because of His mercy that endureth forever. And His truth reaches every generation. Our young children, the truth reaches them. Their children, their children's children, the truth will reach every generation. We want to thank the Lord every day for His goodness. The ten leopards, did not Jesus cleanse all ten of the leopards? But one came back. Jesus asked, where's the other nine? But one came back, said, I'll bow down at your feet, and I'll thank you for what you've done for my life. That's what we ought to do. Well, I just get and say, Lord, I I just want to come and thank you for what you have done in my life. I, I know that I have not been what I should be. I'm not where I should be at. But I just want to thank you for keeping your mercy in my life and what you've done for me in my life, Lord. That's how we ought to come to church. As soon as we walk through the door, we've got praises of God, thanking God, singing to God, lifting God up, worshiping God, not waiting for God to send the Spirit to worship, but praising God whether He sends it or not. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God, mercy endures forever. It's not what you can do for God for what God can do for you through Christ Jesus tonight. His mercy endures forever. I, I do believe God showed up this morning. Amen. I do We think we can praise God for what God did. I think you ought to just praise God for what he's done for your life.